For those of you who would like to follow along to the charts that Nicholas is sharing, you can visit our show notes for the link to our YouTube channel at Be The Love Podcast at YouTube. You are listening to Be The Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be The Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to take a moment and just invite you to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out of your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. Take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out the light and love and sending it to all of humanity and remembering that you always have your breath to come back to. Today, we have Nicholas David Nan. Nicholas has worked for 25 years as a spiritual teacher He is the co-founder and lead teacher at the Center for Conscious Ascension in Surrey, England, an organization that is dedicated to the development and implementation of cutting-edge spiritual technologies for the raising of human consciousness. Nicholas is a world leader in the soul contract reading work and number one Amazon best-selling author of Your Soul Contract Decoded, Discovering the Spiritual Map of Your Life with Numerology. He is also has several number one ranked shows on Gaia TV. He offers individual soul contract greeting sessions to empower others to manifest their soul and divine purpose and deliver their own gifts of service to the world. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Nicholas. Thanks for inviting me, Stacey and Sam. Looking Absolutely. forward to it. 
Absolutely. We are too. Um, and so Howard, let's just start off by briefly telling us a little bit about what led you to this work. Well, ever since I can remember as a um, probably as a young teenager, I always felt someone's not telling me the truth about what's going on in the world. There's something, man, there's something wrong with this world. Something's not quite right. And um, I started to search for that truth and I couldn't find it at school or university or work even after university. There was something missing. And so I, I um, went in search of that. I realize now that I was searching for my, my sole purpose. That special thing I'm here to do. And I started a journey of traveling. I traveled all over Asia and uh, Europe and um, the US. And uh, I found on that journey a, a great experience, especially in Asia of um, Buddhist culture, especially in Thailand and, and um, Tibet. I really connected to the spirituality there. And then I got drawn to study with Frank Alpha, the creator, founder of the soul contract work. He called it the spiritual numerology of Moses. And I went to a workshop called the Carousel of Growth in 1990 in Phoenix. I'd never been to America before. Mm. I was magnetized to it. And uh, that's where I learned this work, which we're talking about today. And I walked into this hotel conference room and I met 30 other people and I, I recognized most of them. They seemed very familiar. I realized from past lives, I'd met my spiritual family, some I'm still in contact with 30 years later. So that's how it all began. And I, I, Frank gave me a reading, a subcontract reading. He converted my name into Hebrew sounds and took those Hebrew numbers and um, decoded them on a Star of David. And from there, he explained my entire life, my entire confusing, chaotic life, which I thought was a very bad car crash. Actually, there was some order to it, which was a relief to hear. And uh, he said I was here to be a spiritual teacher. So I, uh, 30 years on, I've managed to do that. Managed to find that special thing. That's how it all started. It's sort of a summary of a, of a lot of complex and intense experiences. Well, it sounds like such a beautiful journey and, and just where it led you today. Um, so tell us a little bit about what that, what a soul contract is. Well, the soul is eternal and it comes into physical incarnation to have the intense and dense experience of being in a physical body and all the intense emotions of the earth trying to learn and grow. Although many of us will feel, I think I took on a bit too much this time. That's a comment from most people. And it looks at all its past lives and future lives because time is, time is a perceptual thing doesn't really exist on the higher dimensions. It's actually all happening at once. And it decides from all that past and future experience, well, what will be optimal for me to learn in this particular lifetime I'm designing now? And it usually follows similar themes, but enhances certain components of it. And it, it picks a name, which by the law of attraction will create that experience. And it chooses the parents, genetic structure, time zone, key relationships, key people we're here to meet. 
and then it um, it it is specific astrological time and location. It it incarnates a time of conception most most of the time, and it's programming the energies of the soul contract into its physical body as it grows it into the DNA and into a substance called karmic matrix, which is a gray cobweb substance that is at the fourth, fifth, and sixth dimensional levels of our being. So all this energy radiates out to the matrix for reality and reality rearranges around it and life has begun. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens, often repeating itself. Sometimes we wish it wouldn't repeat itself, but this is why, mm -hmm. because we're creating every moment of it. We're creating the hologram of our life. And the, and the soul's creating a temporary avatar through our ego personality as a filter in which to experience it. So and that personality avatar exists once each lifetime. It's different every time. So all of us here have never actually had a past life. The soul has with other personalities. And the soul's hidden in the places consciousness experiment to see, well, let's see what Stacy and Sam and Nicholas will do with this. Because it doesn't know. If it did, it wouldn't do it. So it's up to us how, through our free will, we have a choice to be on the spiritual path or not. Mm -hmm. How do we react in each moment? And that's what's fascinating to the soul. So it learns through each of our own actions. Um, there is no fate. There's more general direction the soul wants you to go. How you get there is entirely up to you. So that's, a, that's sort of an essence of what it is. And it wants to work through all the aspects in the contract over a lifetime, provided we can get the right tools and consciousness to recognize what's going on. I, I, uh, I love that. Um, <clears throat> Because when I was uh, when I was reading your book, to 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 be quite honest with you, at the beginning I was a little weary, like, okay, well, what about you know your destiny, and uh, you know you kind of choose your own path, but you know, it's kind of saying that no, your your soul kind of has everything laid out for you already. It learn it's it's already figured out everything it wanted to learn. Um, but I th I think that's you know just the way you just explained it, um, how. Yes, there is, you know, uh, the soul and in past lives of, of the soul, it has um, already planned everything out, everything that, it, that it's wanted to learn. Um, and then when it enters into our body, then it's up to us to allow kind of to do the steps that we need to do to get the soul kind of what it, what it wants to learn. Um, and I think that's just, that's just amazing. I mean, I, you know, I just, it makes me feel even more just in awe of my soul and of other souls. So, um, but you also mentioned too, so the, the, the beginning of the whole, you know, soul contract starts, you know, with the star of David and with the, the ancient Hebrew language, like you mentioned in your book and you explained to us um, just a little bit ago. Can you talk a little bit more how about the soul contract, how it is connected to the star of David and to uh, Hebrew language? Yeah, we can do that. So, Happy to look at your name now, Sam. We can we can see. Oh, doing that now. Okay. <laughs> oh, we need, to, we need to show the Star of David to you. So, right. <laughs> so, so we can actually something to talk about here. Um, just, um, just gonna share the screen again. So here we have um, I'm gonna get my little pen out here. Here we have Sam's birth name, which is very specifically chosen. And what we've done here 
the this is the software we use, which goes with the book. This is called SoulContractReader.com. So any any viewers, if you want to generate your name, and if you've got the book, your Soul Contract Decoder, this will help you do it automatically rather than manually. So what we do is we turn Sam's birth certificate name into the equivalent Hebrew sounds here. And we use 22 Hebrew sounds to match the 22 or 26 frequencies in the English alphabet. And these Hebrew numbers are uh, extracted out of the Hebrew letters because in Hebrew numbers and letters are the same frequency. They're not allocated like conventional numerology to the Roman alphabet, they're inherent within it. And so these are the 22 pure frequencies of God that come out of the movement of great spirit or God, or all that is in the creation of this creation. It comes out of the geometry of the flower of life for those of you into sacred geometry. So these 22 frequencies each have a meaning when we decode them on the Star of David. So what we're going to do is we're going to take these Hebrew frequencies or sounds of God, decode them there, and then we're going to understand what is the attraction code, what is the core programming within Sam on his hard disk, which is creating every moment of his life. Okay. So this triangle, the Star of David, is a gateway of consciousness. And so there are two primary aspects. There's a physical triangle, and this is the creation of the ego personality, especially, because we need to create that avatar in order to have a means of experiencing reality for the soul. So this is the physical triangle. So this is about learning to walk and talk because Sam is a brand new personality. Each this time around, we all are. We have to learn to walk and talk, get conditional responses, get up and running in life, um, education, relationships, careers, change of careers, etc. And so we spend the first five cycles of seven years, first 35 years, primarily experiencing this, even though the spiritual triangle is still running, but not as strongly initially. And between the ages of 35 and 42, the midlife crisis or the dark night of the soul or earlier nowadays, the spiritual triangle activates. So Sam, when did you get interested in spirituality? When did you awaken and realize there's got to be a lot more to it than what I'm doing? Um, I would say in my teenagers, actually, that's um, when I started to uh, get more into, you know, meditation and, you know, connection to the spiritual realm, too. So, okay. So in your case, the spiritual triangle was activating a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. And so the soul's hoping that you'll activate this and that you'll form a good foundation, physical foundation to ground it upon. Mm -hmm. So this is beginning to get us more to the mission in life here. Okay. So within each of these triangles, these three aspects is karma, talents and goals in the physical and the same in the spiritual. And karma means a set of unresolved past life issues the soul brings in to create the negative context, context or the shadow you guys talk about for us to experience, feel the pain of it, and to delve into it. Because within that shadow pattern or that negative context lies the gifts of service for this life. So, we, so what we get is we get the opposite of what we truly desire in life initially, 
So we get very clear, we don't like this, we want something else. It pushes us in the opposite direction. And the way we overcome it is that our latent physical talents in this case, if it's a good match, infuse into this physical karma and that transmutes it. And this gradually layer by layer becomes our, becomes the positive energy of this. It goes from the negative to the positive expression. And as these get stronger from being used, that then allows them to help us reach the physical goals, what excites us about life, what gets us out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the energy flows from karma, the talents, to goals, and the physical, the physical outward orientation, but also simultaneously from spiritual karma to spiritual talents to spiritual goals. And this says an awful lot about the mission, that special thing I was talking about earlier. In your case, you're searching for. All right. And if we consciously work on all these six outer aspects here, that helps us start to manifest the soul destiny or life purpose, that special thing we're looking for, which very few people actually get to. So over time, for each of these aspects, and it's time there, it's percentage complete. If you consciously know what's going on, like I, I did, learnt in 1990, then I, I, I stopped wasting time doing things which didn't work and got on with the things which were really important. So 80% of effort went into 20% of the really important stuff. So then my life started to happen a lot better. Okay. And this, as you progressively work through these six other aspects, more and more the soul destiny is gradually revealed. It's never arriving in one big biblical slab because you probably couldn't handle it. You get, you get a layer, and then once you got used to that, they give you another one, because you made more progress. Mm -hmm. And after a while, you realize you travel an enormous distance and didn't even know it. Um, I used to sit in a corporate glass box in the city in London. Now I work from home globally. So it's a vast shift doing something I love doing. Um, so I'm very lucky to be able to do that. Most people don't have that sort of good fortune. So the way we decode your numbers to find out, well, what, is, what each of these specifically mean mm -hmm. is we start going left to right. We put this 15 on the physical karma, the one down here, spiritual karma, the 13, and to this one. So we go around the star, David, an expanding spiral. Mm -hmm. Do we use them all up? Then we add up the numbers, for example, this one here. The total is 21 out of these three numbers. And we have 22 frequencies of God from channeled from the soul of Moses through Frank Alper, the founder of this work I mentioned earlier. He channeled for about nine months in the 80s, what this meant. And so in this physical goal position, we have a 21. And because we have double digit number, there's a, there's a single digit one here. So it simply goes two plus one is three. So it becomes a 21, three. So there's a pure frequency of a 21, pure frequency of a three. Plus in this life, you have every experience, every blend along that continuum. Okay, that's why things change because the soul feels, okay, we've done this one, let's go over here. Done that, let's go to the next one. That's why we have certain themes that run for a while and suddenly things change. You're thinking, well, what happened there? Because the soul feels like, oh, I've had enough of that. And it just adjusts what it wants you to focus on. 
Mm. So 21, three goes there and that has specific meaning, but in the case say of this one, physical karma, the total is 42, and that doesn't have any meaning because it's greater than 22. There's no channeling for that. So we go we reduce it to the first number below 22, four, four plus two equals six. And because it's a single digit number, six plus nothing is another six. So we get a double number here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is called um, a combination number. It's because there's two of them. So that goes here. So you have one frequency. So it's saying, the soul saying, Sam, in physical karma, I want one frequency for you to work on. There's not the same range as this 21.3, which is why you may feel parts of your life are a bit rigid, Sam. Does that, does that, has that happened? Like certain things you can do and some things you can't get near? Um, yeah, actually, <laughs> quite, a, quite a bit, yes. Because <laughs> you've got six out of the seven numbers are double numbers. Right. So it's like you're in this glass, thick glass tube and you see goodies, but you can't touch them. You sort of slide right by and you go, oh, please, can I have that? But you mm -hmm. can't. Definitely, so yes. <laughs> you're headed somewhere else, you see. So we work out all these numbers accordingly and place the physical numbers on the top half of the chart spiritual on the bottom, add them up to get 53 and 35, mm -hmm. and then reduce them to the first number between one and 22, we get a double eight, that goes in the middle, that's your soul destiny. And these are just English numbers for Hebrew frequencies, don't, so don't think because an eight's greater than a six, it's better, it's nothing to do with that, it's just like a label, mm -hmm. we, we can understand in English. And these channel symbols Frank brought through, these are like portals, which are going to help me answer the question you're going to ask me when you're ready. Okay. So basically, this is the core frequency that creates each moment of your life. And the soul is aiming to get through as much of this as possible in a lifetime. And it's probably pretty happy you hearing what's happening now because you're going to go a lot quicker once you understand what's going on. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> so that's how we got the numbers and the squiggly symbol guys. So what's your question, Sam? What's the big question you have about your life at this moment? So a big question I have about my life at this moment, and it actually kind of goes into um, past lives as well. So I've I've had a past life regression done before and um, two, I, I went through three past lives and two out of the three past lives, my physical body died from impalement to the abdomen. So spear, sword, you know, stuff like that. Um, and ever since, and, and this life, ever since I was 10 years old, I've always had gastrointestinal issues. I started developing ulcers when I was 10. Um, and it seems like that kind of no matter what I do, I'm still having those issues. So my question isn't, it's, it's, it's more of, you know, is that something that, you know, my soul wants to continue to learn? Or if I, you know, continue to move on to, uh, to my soul path and, you know, fulfill uh, the lessons that, you know, my soul wants me to learn, will it eventually, you know, go away? Will it, will it get lesser in, you know, duration and effect? Um, and I know it is, it is something physical, but the reason why I asked that question is because when I've had my past life regressions, 
that was such an integral part in my life's ending as well. So it seems like it's kind of been with me for, you know, with with my my soul for a while now. Okay. So let me, what I want to look at actually is um, your current means well. See, you've asked that question because the, the numbers may be in there as well. Okay. Yeah, here it is. I can see what's going on. Okay. So this is the birth name we looked at on the star, David. This is your current name. Actually, is it just Sam? Were you called Sammy when you were younger or Sam? So uh, yeah, I was called Sammy when I was younger. Sammy is my uh, my um, birth name. It's 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 on my driver's license. You know, it's it's my official name. But I do go by Sam. Just shorten it okay. up. Yeah. Well, we'll use this when you're younger then. Okay. So I'll just explain the difference between two names. This is like the cake of your life. This birth name, and this this name you used commonly used name from birth. It's like a layer of icing on the cake that infuses frequencies from right to left into this birth name that it can have a positive, negative, or no effect depending on the relative power, consciousness, and quality of the numbers. But what this tells me immediately is that um, you were probably in the military learning the proper use of power here in, a, in past lives. It's come through here. It's the proper use of masculine power, which is probably why you've got speed because probably in battle or something like that. That's what this is telling me here. It's here as well. So this is where it's come from, I would say. And I'd say you've had multiple lifetimes. This is the dragon energy here. But there's great power in you, Sam, which you're exploring. So I'd say you're an explorer of power over many lifetimes. Would that be true? Um, I Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Um... And it's amazing about the military thing too, because in one of my past lives, I was a knight for the King's army. And yeah. uh, that's how I died, was in battle. Yeah, wow. This is about okay. <laughs> proper, use of, proper use of masculine power. Mm -hmm. so people have this often are in the military, this one. Um, so the key to clearing the, the ulcers and things, you've got to clear the past life trauma and past life feed coming in to this life. So the soul is boarded into the cellular memories and it's infused into your physical cellular memory. So you've got to clear that and then that all stuff will go away. Okay, that's what's, that's what's causing it, I would say. And it's saying you're very sensitive in this life to energy as well. Mm -hmm. so it's very sensitive side, but you've got this very powerful military side as well. So, and they probably don't go together so well. Makes it makes it tricky here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'd say I would say the, the key is to learn the proper use of masculine power to be of service and to be integrity as you take it out in the world. Okay, which is what a knight is. A knight is here to be of integrity and to serve. So it's it's more being becoming the modern day knight resolving the issues with disempowerment by the masculine, probably in childhood. What was your relationship like with your father? Um, it, it, uh, it was good and sometimes not so good. Um, he really wasn't, he really wasn't there in that context. Uh, my, my parents divorced when I was really young. Um, and, uh, 
actually for the last handful of years of my father's life, we really, we were pretty estranged from each other. So yeah, this is the yeah. loss of the father. This is, this is about the, um, this is the divine masculine aspect of God here. We've got the one. So this is about the absence or of the divine masculine or the misuse of power by the divine masculine towards you. And the 10 is about bringing the balanced male flame energies of God together in your consciousness. This often manifests as divorces, not all the time, of the parents. You have the split of the archetypes of mother, good father, God represented by your parents. Mm -hmm. so your job is to reconnect with the masculine aspect, resolving the abandonment or whatever traumas are around that, plus bringing together the inner masculine and feminine within you and healing that connection to mother, father, God. Then once you do that, plus the past lifestyle, which will be an integral part of it, that should sort out the ulcers. Hmm. I think. Wow. Because you're probably killed by a knight or something who was misusing power or betrayed, probably betrayed you in the case of the way this chart looks. Okay. It's a betrayal by the masculine. Hmm. And abandonment by the masculine and abuse by the masculine will be the key things to work on. That's what I'd say here. Um, and more grounding because these fires are very psychic, etheric. So, which means you're very sensitive to energy. So, it means your body's very sensitive as well. That's what I would say here. But you like a challenge, don't you, Sam? Saying this, this is the Divine Mother aspect, having big challenges to learn to get your energy moving to make you strong. So, I'd say this is a challenge that you have happening. Okay, because you got two of them here to make you very strong. Mm -hmm. Okay, how's all that sound so far? Uh, <laughs> it sounds. I mean, it sounds spot on. Um, it is. It is a lot to take in. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It is a a lot to take in. But I mean, everything that you said, you know, with. Uh, you know, the, the divine masculine kind of betraying me um, when I did my past life regression. And when I did get killed, it did feel like a, a betrayal. Um, and with my father, you know, um, there were quite a few times where, uh, you know, he, he let me down very harshly, you know, so it, that definitely felt like a betrayal too. Um, and honestly too, I, uh, you know, I do connect and resonate more with feminine energy. And one of the reasons is I think, because I feel like masculine energy has betrayed me. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> Ooh, okay. that's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's spot on. I'm curious. Oh, go ahead. Stacey's gone. I, um, I was just going to ask, like, kind of going in line with that, you know, be, being it as that past life, and you've, you know, mentioned in your book as spiritual or, or karma being one of the greatest gifts that we have, is that part of that karma being um, maybe killed in a past life um, by that masculine energy to just to work out or work through that masculine energy in this life? Yeah, my sense is that the knight who killed you was your father. Mm. Father's soul, that's what I'm getting with. We talk about the past of my father's away from that. So you guys are still working it out again. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
Oh, that's God having a bit of a joke. She's laughing. <laughs> can you get it? Can you get it this time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So on that last comment you made of, of gravitating more to the feminine, this is about finding your masculine feminine balance. Yeah, this is what the 10 explores. So you move more towards the feminine. I'd say you need to move more toward the, towards the masculine to claim back your power. Mm. Okay, you need to move towards the polarity, which is the most scary, because that's the gift. That's the gift in this case, I would say. Um, because you're here to bring into balance and you're here to use spiritual energies to be of service to others. Mm -hmm. So you, you mentioned the pre the pre-interview discussion that you're in the corporate world. Um, mm -hmm. What was one of the reasons for leaving? Was it, was it the morals or the way it worked or what, what was it? Um, I would say yes the the morals of the way it worked you know i was kind of um tired of being treated like a number and feeling uh you know that i was just expendable um and when i would you know work my corporate jobs my actually my di my digestion intestinal intestinal issues would would amplify greatly um and so even, you know, my, my body was even kind of screaming, this is, this is not for you. Um, and also too, I mean, I, 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 you know, with, with being an empath, with, with being so sensitive to energy, there were so many people there that were, you know, either really fake or really just kind of lost and kind of, you know, this is where I am kind of settling, you know, so very just, not 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 very good energy in in those places either and i i picked up on that <laughs> all the time i just figured out another part of this so this is this is a symbolic organ associated with the 14 which is about reflective being trying to have intense relationships to learn about yourself so the small intestine is symbolic of working out is it true what i'm absorbing here and I think your small intestine would say definitely not true, mm -hmm. which is why you weren't you got unwell. Because you're having to absorb malabsorb a lot of truth, a lot of energy which wasn't true to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's part of it. I think that environment was highly toxic for you. Because mm -hmm. this is the the five is very psychic, and this is the empathic part of you. And this is the part of you which can feel what is right and not right to absorb. Mm -hmm. So the environments you're in are very critical to your health. So it's good you left, otherwise you would have got really sick looking at this chart here. Yeah, I actually, I did uh, get really sick for a couple of weeks at, at one point. So yeah, but that's, that's again, completely spot on. Um, you know, when I, when I feel the best is when I'm in nature, you know? Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm connected, when I'm out, when I'm breathing the fresh air and I'm, and, I get all those good energies of, you know, the trees and the water and the animals and things. Yeah, that's when I definitely feel my best. Yeah, this is the eight. This is about Earth. You hit it into ground and connect to the Earth. Mm -hmm. Come into your body. Get clear emotional boundaries. Relate to the place. 
So nature's the best for you, and also because of the sensitivity of these fires here. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I would say overall, you're really here to get very focused on, on expressing your creativity. Focus on one thing at a time and manifest it into physical form one step at a time mm -hmm. and not get distracted by lots of other ideas. That's what this is saying here. And this here is saying you're here to empower others from a place of integrity and to teach deep soul wisdom and cutting edge truth here in a grounded way that people can relate to. It's all about teaching and being grounded, empowering with an open heart and sharing knowledge. Do you love sharing new things you find, Sam? <laughs> yeah, I get I get excited when I figure something out. I just want to show people. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is about. So you're very much the empowering teacher, the empowering teacher from a place of integrity. That's what this chart is about, and helping people go become their challenges as you're overcoming yours, and being very authentic, showing your true self here. Okay, so you have a, there's a facade here, then there's a true you, healing the broken heart from the loss of the father emotional presence. How does that sound? Oh, <laughs> that, uh, that, um, yeah, uh, I've never really had anything explained to me in that, in that way. Um, so powerful yet, yet so simple. And, uh, you know, I could just feel like every like cell in my body just screaming like, yes, yes, that's, that's what we've been trying to tell you, <laughs> you know, um, and every single thing you said is completely true, completely true. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things that you said that I've, I have never expressed to anyone before, you know, I barely you know, have been able to kind of express it to myself. Um, so the fact that, you know, this, and this all just, this all just came from my birth name, how, yeah, I, I every single thing, I can't believe you even <laughs> got the, you know, how excited I get when I learn something new and how I, how I want to share it with other people. So yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm still sorry. Yes, I'm still trying to process things too. But um, it's very, 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 very true for me. I mean, if, yeah, just spot on. And I thank you so much for explaining all of that to me. And I thank my soul for, you know, doing this for me. <laughs> Today is the day you find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks for stepping up for that. yeah thank you and, and it's it's um i'm just you know it's brought me um you know to maybe i even understand what you were drawn to just doing this podcast too you know um just being able to share your knowledge and wisdom and even though it's been you know a little scary sometimes and you know maybe there's a little vulnerability with it there's this um yeah 
part that, you know, feels really called to continue this journey. So that's yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I've, I've like Nicholas, you completely, you know, knocked it out of the park is I've, I've always felt compelled to teach, always felt compelled to teach. And I, um, I am, you know, a musician, I've been a musician for a long time. And when somebody asked me, you know, can you teach me how to play guitar? I, I get excited, you know, I, I get excited to, to teach them what I know. Um, but I do have my, you know, ego consciousness, consciousness that does step in and tells me, are you sure people really want to know what you have to offer? I mean, do you really have a whole lot to offer, you know, or are you just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, are you, is your vanity just coming into play, you know? So the fact that no, I do have a lot to offer and I do love teaching and this is why it just, it completely just validates how excited I get when, when people want to learn things from me, you know? So, and how excited I get when I want to learn things from others. Yeah, this is very much a learning empowering lifetime. And this is like a library of knowledge. There's three, lots of shells of deep knowledge. And when you pull out this plug of unworthiness, which comes from what happened to your father, especially as you peel that out, what happens then is that you get all the knowledge coming out. Deep, passionate knowledge comes out to the world. And people will be drawn into this library to learn lots from you. Okay. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think I think I probably know more about you than your mother now, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I I would say yes. <laughs> and mom, if you're watching, sorry, but that's just kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah. So we thank only you. just met. Okay. <laughs> well, thank so you for sharing. Where would you like to take this now? Um. Sure. We can um go into some other questions. Um. I want to um. And then maybe we do we can do my chart at the end or um, if that yeah. feels good. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I'm, I'm wondering if you could just go into a little bit more is talking about karma and it being our greatest gift and then how we can create that awareness around what that karma is and maybe moving through some of those patterns to uh, to reach our highest potential or or that enlightenment that we're you know many of us are seeking yeah the the um karma gets a bad rap we think oh my god i've got to deal with my karma and oh, <laughs> oh hard work <laughs> but it's karma is just a program that we take on when we arrive in our earth suits and our avatars we're in the high dimensions we have no karma it just sits in the akashic records okay all right, 25 times Sam has been a knight or played with this theme. So we're going to go and do it again because we're not quite done. So, because there's some stuff which needs to be resolved and with his father who killed him last time, we need to resolve that. Um, and we bring it in just to play a role. We're just playing a role. We're just being actors here. But it's very real. It seems very real to us initially. It's only there for learning. It's not here for punishment. And the only purpose is to get our attention saying, yeah, I don't like that. That's very painful. So therefore we do something about it. We didn't have pain. We didn't have stress. We wouldn't, we just sit there and do nothing. 
So this is the reason it's there to get our attention. So we do want to get, you do want to get better, Sam. You don't want to have this anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's just a negative context to get our attention and gives us everything we don't want. So we get clear what we do want. And then we actually work out how do I sort this out? And it's about bringing our consciousness, turning our consciousness and feeling consciousness towards the pattern, however painful it is. And then layer by layer, feeling our way through that and then cleaning it out through action and through healing and whatever other tools we have. And as we do that, the karma turns into our positive gift. In your case, Sam, into positive use of power, mm -hmm. layer by layer, and getting into your masculine balance. And after a while, you realize that karma's gone. I don't have this abdominal stuff anymore. We're done. That day will come if you work on it. Yeah. And then you've got the lessons. And because you had to struggle and work hard every day to get there you value the lesson it's not handed to you on a plate if it's something handed to you easily you don't take it seriously but if you had to work in your case 40 odd years to work on this then you're going to pay great attention when this thing is going you realize i, I actually did it mm -hmm. you had the visceral experience of going from the negative expression of this disempowerment layer by layer day by day step by step to overcome it before you value it and then you use that learning out in the world in your teaching, that empowerment. So we always go from the negative polarity to the positive polarity. And that's all the soul wants. It just wants the experience because it learns so much faster by being in these avatars because of the emotional intensity is so much greater. So there's a queue upstairs to come down here. You're thinking, oh my God, why did I jump the queue? But it's because you, you want to learn. This is actually what the whole thing's about. How do I learn? to overcome these specific patterns which are going to in your case you're learning your spark of the divine that forgot who it was we all are we're all god parts of god only one great soul here just many different faces that wants to have an experience a very specific experience in this case of coming into power and then so you by going through your life we think oh there's one little measly life out of eight billions what's the difference but each little spark of the divine on earth is part of the creator creating it's not happening out there in the universe. We are the creator creating through our lives. And so each you enrich the creator's knowledge and the ex many experience of itself by going through the lessons we have in the soul contract. That's the whole point of life, just the creator creating. And the creator does it on billions of planets in this galaxy and in, in the universe. That's actually the reason we have planets. So it sparks the divine in many different forms. NASA says there's 40 billion habitable planets in this galaxy alone because they found they worked out with water on all of them. So, say 40 billion different civilizations experiencing God in a different way and going through their lessons. And that's how the creator is learning. We're not an accident that came out of the ooze, primordial ooze. The whole place got created for us so we could have this experience. It's the other way around. So, that's what karma is about, overcoming all the lessons the creator put in place so, just so it can learn. And so what are some of the best ways to, I guess, easily, you know, because sometimes when I know with, you know, with karma or with different things that come up in our lives, right, we, if we don't pay attention, what, what we resist persists. So it'll keep coming up as lessons until we finally yep. say, oh, this is like, this is, I need to look at this, I need to pay attention. Um, 
but it you know can also be that energetic pattern. Are there certain tools that you recommend to help maybe more gently go through the um, clearing of karma? Well, there's three reactions people can have when a karmic pattern comes up. Most people initially avoid it. Mm -hmm. Get into watching Netflix or drinking or alcohol or drugs or sex or all the addictions we have because the ego is a very pain averse. Mm -hmm. Once we get on the path, we realize, well, that's not working too well. So then we get to, okay, we start judging it. Oh, I have that unworthiness. That's really bad. And But that makes it even stronger. Mm -hmm. the, the third path is where we turn into it and bring feeling consciousness to it. And that's what the soul wants you to do. It wants you just to feel that karmic pattern, the pain of it, ever so briefly. And then once as you gradually do that, you can start to transform it. So the best way is to turn into those patterns and do the opposite of what the ego wants you to do, which is actually um, take an action in the opposite direction. Of, in your case, I don't know, coming more into the masculine, say Sam. But then applying healing modalities, we use a thing called divine healing, which is based on asking you shall receive, it uses the higher self, which designed the contract built your ego onion, many layers of the ego. But what we do is we use the higher self to dismantle layer by layer in the right order of the ego onion. So the karmic pattern dissolves gradually over time. So you bring feeling consciousness to it, then you ask the higher self through what we call command codes to actually dissolve the layers. So it will surgically remove them. And then you'll think afterwards, well, what was that about? I feel better. I can't even remember what, what we were clearing. But that's how it does the because as long as you felt it, the soul goes, okay, that's, we're done, that can go. Mm. Okay, so most people will fight their patterns, but if you engage with them, if you clear enough of them, you reach a point of what we call soul integration, where the power of the soul, which is because embodying through a clearer ego, is greater than the drag weight of the ego trying to keep you in the darkness of unconsciousness. Mm. And it's been like it's a lot more interesting mm. because. The soul energy is now able to manifest in the reality because it comes to and through a cleaner vessel. It doesn't have to be a totally clear, but enough clarity. And then that's when magic starts to happen. But most people have not even got to that point, which is why their lives are very challenging uh, because the ego is still in charge, but it's about surrendering, letting go to the power of the, what we call the spiritual signature, the flow of spirit because that will guide you in each moment. You follow that flow, which opens the heart the most to the next right action. Life becomes pretty amazing mm -hmm. because spirit has a much greater perspective on what's going on. So that's how we actually overcome it. But that's a lifelong pursuit. Mm -hmm. That's what those Tibetan masters are doing. <laughs> so it sounds... Yeah, you know, trying to dissolve that ego onion and mm -hmm. become more conscious. The layers of the onion. That's one of my favorite... <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of them. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, analogies, because um, it is it's such a um, beautiful picture to, to know that, you know, to be able to visualize it is the layer. So maybe you think you got went through um, this event in your life and you did the healing work, but then there's, you know, something else might come up around that. And so we have to keep going through the layers until we finally get to that, maybe that healing. And so being able to feel, um, feel what's there to heal it is what um, I'm hearing you say is really 
the key piece of that. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And um, if it appears the same thing's happening, like the next girlfriend or boyfriend turns out to be the same as the previous one, don't think that, oh, I, made, I haven't cleared the pattern. It's a finer layer of what's going on. And the same thing happens again. So mm -hmm. as long as you keep clearing it, eventually that's the repeating event will stop. Mm -hmm. Then you realize, well, that hasn't happened for a few years. Must have worked it through. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But it happens eventually. So you got to look at what's coming at you. What, what are you attracting around you? And that tells you a lot about what the ego is up to. Mm. And so you also mentioned um, full integration and spiritual signature. And I'm wondering if you could go a little deeper into that. Um, explain maybe what the threshold of soul integration is and how it can lead to the um, spiritual signature. Yeah, well, the ego is doing its very, the purpose of the ego is to create a sense of separation when we're born from God. So we feel that there is no God. So we have our three core programs of feeling abandoned by God, that we don't trust God and we don't feel worthy to be loved by God. And all humans are made up of some unique combination of those three patterns. That's what, that's what the ego is based upon core structure so the idea here is that if you can clear enough of the ego and it's no longer predominant driving your life through what's beliefs and agendas and sabotages and things like that when you clear enough of that then the soul energy can embody and you can enough of the ego is cleared you can feel it and you feel it by trying on in your heart what is the next right action so if your heart opens to it, then the, one, the, heart, the action the heart opens most to when you try it on in the heart is, the, is what we call following the spiritual signature. There's one right action each moment. Most people are following the left brain, Western left brain and doing all sorts of crazy things. And life is pretty miserable. But if you start to clear enough and can hear the gentle feeling of the soul, it uses body sensations to communicate with us. And you follow a different path that path will be much more optimal, but it won't be something logical. It'll open and, and you take one right action, it flows better, then you take the next one. And after a while you do enough of those, life becomes, you're on a completely different path because you're flowing with spirit and you flow with where the soul wants to go. That soul contract will, in its positive aspect, will start to manifest. Okay, but you've got to make the initial breakthrough so enough of the ego is dismantled gracefully and with love so you can feel what the soul wants to do because initially you won't feel it at all because there's too many the ego is very defended it doesn't want spirit to come in because as far as it's concerned if god or spirit takes over it's death for me that's what it's most terrified of mm -hmm. most people are driven by all the ego programs and not too happy <laughs> at all has to resist what yeah, the, um, what the spiritual side wants because, yeah, there's a lot of fear there. The ego is a well, lot, lot based in fear. Yeah, it's about two or three years old emotionally usually. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's scared of things that happened a long time ago. But as far as it's concerned, they're very real right now. Mm -hmm. It's trying to protect us from things which happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so how might this work um help impact relationships just knowing about um just our soul contracts and and increase our the connection we have with others well if we understand the 
the um, soul contract of others in personal and love relationships. Did we understand what drives them and what, how they're fundamentally hardwired? Because you, each of us is wired in a unique way with a soul contract. And if we understand how the other person's wired, we can work with them a lot better because some things they're just going to do no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and they'll be, because that's the way they're built, and they'll be at, at different levels of consciousness in the day depending on what's going on. So they won't realize they're doing some things. So then you can flow with them rather than work against them. Mm. Okay. And in love relationships, when you understand how someone works, truly works with the system, then you can decide, well, can I live with that? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, those certain things, qualities that I, I'm prepared to live with, because in those sort of relationships, some things are very enhancing and they're great growth experiences. Relationships are the greatest growth experience. And you can see when you look at two soul, two birth charts interacting, what is the key dynamic? It's going to really enhance you what's going to drive you mad okay why do some things work or not work no matter what we do this doesn't work and it, it will be clear from the what we call the relationship overlay the frequencies are been exchanged why some things will never work out why some things that work okay why, why some things work brilliantly so you can see how compatible people are and you can see what their lessons are how they're serving each other so it's very complex, but you can actually really get a good handle and stop doing the things which are going to aggravate someone because they can't help it. It's the way they're built. Yeah. See, and help it's each other grow more consciously. And that's mm -hmm. in love relationships and families, and it's good for kids especially. Mm -hmm. so. It sounds like finding that common, maybe just um, common threads that can help um, have conscious relationships. Um, thrive but also to have a deeper understanding of how each other might be wired a little bit more and so have a little bit more empathy within that relationship for for those maybe those traits that um you understand that are coming from more of a soul place that karmic pattern in that case we can support those we're in relationship with on their path and when someone feels supported and when someone's not trying to work against them Mm -hmm. out of unconscious doesn't because you don't know what's going on that means someone's feeling supported in, in the areas where they're vulnerable where their big challenges are that's mm -hmm. enormously supportive mm -hmm. uh, because we each see life completely differently based on mm -hmm. the filters that come from the soul contract mm -hmm. there's a certain way of doing things simply because you've got certain things in the chart mm -hmm. uh, so it basically means you function much more consciously and more dynamically and more compassionately with people mm. What a beautiful way to yeah create more conscious relationships in our world if we could really if everyone could have their chart read and really understand their you know their patterns and can't take conscious effort to work through those patterns to create you know, more conscious relationships yeah and, well, and the individual yeah and the relationship with the self as well yeah absolutely it takes a whole lifetime. If you work through your contract one lifetime, you're doing pretty good. Often we will come back many times with similar issues because, like Sandra doing, simply because it takes a long time to get through them. Mm -hmm. But with this knowledge, you can accelerate it enormously because you're doing mm -hmm. on the things which are important. Right, and absolutely, <laughs> like understanding what you need to work on um, while you're working on it. Yeah, you, you know what's worth working on personally 
and you know what's worth working on in a relationship. Mm -hmm. To me, you can soon tell, well, this is never going to work no matter what, because the the dynamic is just so toxic or destructive when some things work extremely well because, and you can see why, and some are in the middle. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should navigate with consciousness what's happening and, and um, try and create a better outcome of learning outcome for everyone concerned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I agree with Stacy too. This would, this would uh, benefit humanity greatly if we could all, instead of just asking ourselves why, you know, why is this happening to me? Why is this pattern, you know, with relationships? Why do I keep, you know, uh, being in a relationship with the same person, the same toxic people, you know, ad nauseum to that, but to be able to have, you know, this, this, this map and, oh, this is why, oh, this is why, instead of just why this, why that, why the other thing now, for me, you know, <laughs> after after having my soul contract read, now it's more of a oh, this is why. Okay, this is yeah. why. This is why. So it's 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 amazing how I mean, you 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 know, maybe twenty minutes you did my soul contract and how big of a step that was for for me, you know, because now I don't have to wonder why. Now my soul told me why. Yep. So now it's, it's, it's now, now the rest is up to me pretty much, you know? So I, that's just, it's, it's amazing. And yeah, just, just to think if, if, you know, we all had this, this type of information, just how much different we would be internally and externally. Yeah. That's why I wrote the book. So I could reach a lot more people Yeah. Um, to live a more conscious life. Mm -hmm. Um, it's sort of like driving a car from, I don't know, San Francisco to New York at night with the lights switched off and no sat nav. That's what most people are doing. You don't get very far and you crash a lot. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> this is about switching on the lights, putting in a spiritual sat nav, saying, okay, actually, we are going to go to New York and staying on the road, mm -hmm. staying in one piece. Yeah. So this is, this is a vast difference. This is the whole point of this work, mm -hmm. is to live more consciously and graciously. Yeah. So with that, um, do we feel ready to move on to my soul contract? I want to be um, also conscious of your time. Yeah, you can um, do that. So have a think uh, about the question you want to ask about your life, Stacey. Yeah, I, um, so my question is, well, I, I really want to learn more about the, maybe the karma that I'm working through and what keeps me from maybe living my fullest potential? I always feel like I get to a certain point and then um, I am not moving forward or, um, or I get really restless and feel um, like maybe I'm not on the right path and maybe I need to be doing something different or um, so always i'm always having lots of ideas and things i want to do and adventure and um so it's really um so i'm just kind of wanting to see yeah that, that soul destiny piece and maybe what keeps me from moving forward in the the way that i'm i envision okay so someone broke your heart stacy when you were young who was that this is what this is saying um it's like, well, maybe my, my mom. 
yeah, this is your mom here. Yeah, she, she, she did leave our family when I was about 14. Yeah, so this is the loss, the absence of the divine feminine here in your current being. So this created the broken heart over here. So your the, the, the lesson here is to heal the wound, the trauma, the loss of the, of the mother loss of divine, divine mother ultimately and to heal the wounded heart and to dissolve the stone wall you put up towards the divine feminine that comes with this energy and then to heal the wounded heart here so what happens is that when a child goes or the 14 year old in a child goes she rejected me or whatever happened and she puts up a facade here to protect herself so here's the public so I look at this but I don't want you to look at the wounded part of me because I don't want to be rejected again I don't want to be seen as being bad it may feel it's my fault that she left or something like that does that sound about right yeah yeah, yeah. very accurate <laughs> so healing that here will then allow you to heal the wounded in a child and then she can drop the facade and show true feelings and thoughts in the world and be one person be authentic and what that will do is that will magnetize to you people and opportunities in life for this next stage of the mission. But you have to show yourself energetically by doing the healing first at the moment. It's probably part of you still hiding away. Not completely because we're doing the show, which means you're definitely trying to reach out as part of the healing process. So that's your current position here. And the other the other thing here is that there's an unwillingness to be loved. We saw that over here in Sam's chart. So because of the loss of the mother, that leads to the, uh, uh, a decision by the ego, I'm not worthy to be loved. So what is this about clearing out this big plug of unworthiness here? To love, to be loved, and then out of that will come more communication teaching when you're doing the show. This is you communicating deep wisdom to the world. And this is why you're both doing it because of these threes. So this is you being coming in, being worthy to be seen, which is what you're doing now, mm -hmm. rather than hiding away. This is hiding away in isolation. This is hiding in the shell of this, in, in, this internal canal, communicating to the world two groups of people, which is what the show is doing. Do you read a lot, Stacey? Watch a lot of shows? It's saying you absorb a lot of knowledge. <laughs> so many books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're here to absorb knowledge and expand it. Take it to a higher level and then to teach it in the world in your own form. Mm. 12s of that. It's the other coming pattern. So you're definitely here to work with an open heart with people, like-minded people, as a teacher in a very creative and grounded way and to bring source energy down. This is a blending of mind, body and soul. Are you very versatile, Stacey? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so saying you pretty much do anything that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. you, you'll figure it out and just do it. And so this is about accessing the multidimensional knowledge of the soul and integrating it and, and sharing it with a four in perfection to, to exactly what a group or an individual needs. Okay, so it's very much speaking the oral law of God here. And, this, and with these groups of people, this is a delivery mechanism for the people you draw to you. 
And the 11211 is about building your own unique structure of spiritual knowledge here and teaching it at a high level and having emotional resilience here to hold that knowledge and to support others in that knowledge. Okay. This is teaching almost at university level, very high level. How does that mm. sound? That's what this is saying. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's really interesting. Um, when I got the download for Be the Love podcast, I just kept getting the message, I need to teach. And so then it led me to um, want to create this. Yeah. Yeah. So is, you're building a structure of knowledge for people. Mm. And um, teacher is all over its current name. Teacher, the teacher, more absorbing expansion. As you heal the wounded heart with the mother, you share that divine feminine energy. So you're here to come into the positive quality of the divine feminine energy, the thing you, you lost. Mm. That's part of drawing people to you so they'll just trust you and they'll feel nurtured and unconditionally loved by you. That's what this is saying. Mm. You see, you have another one down here. There's two of them. It's so destiny. It's very important. So healing that wound is the key. There's always a key wound we all have. So Sam's was what happened in the past of his father and this lifetime. This is a continuation. Yours is the loss of the mother and the broken heart. That's the key. You unlock the core wound and everything else unfolds because that drives this and this. Okay. This is this is life and death. This is the, the death of the relationship with your mother. Okay. Emotional death. Do you have any contact with her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've actually just started um, communicating most recently a little bit more than we have in the past. So how's that? How's that doing? It's been very positive. Um, I've I feel it's in a different level that it has been in the past, um, where it's more positive, more love. So yeah, that's really important to heal. That it's the most important thing you can do. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, the last time I saw her was in October, and we had some really beautiful um, conversations, and my grandmother was there, and we had these healing, um, a moon ceremony, actually. We, it was a full or full or new moon, and we did some, some healing work together, so that was really powerful. Yeah, and she, you and her at a soul level agreed to go through this experience. It's a very strong experience. Hmm. Even though at a human level it can seem terrible, but you agreed to it. This is what your soul decided it needed. It needed to learn how to reconnect to the feminine. Here, yeah. in this case, came to the masculine for Sam. Mm. Okay, so it's not maliciously done, even though it can feel like it at a human level. It's right. there. That's, that's actually why you were born to go through this. Mm. It's another life you should have had. It's not some cosmic accident that happened. Mm -hmm. This was the whole point of being born mm -hmm. to resolve that. Even though the ego may not be happy about hearing that, but that's actually why you came. Sure. Yeah, okay. I've done a lot of healing work around that. So, it, you know, I understand that she had her own things going on. And I, you know, so it's it's never personal, right? It's always a... Not personal at all. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a soul thing that's, that's all programmed in. Mm -hmm. And you're here to be a pioneer. Truth, you both have this, actually. Okay. To bring cutting edge truth to the world. And to serve others with integrity, with spiritual energy, and a very, and again, a very creative way to so these patterns repeat. Mm. So yeah, in summary, it's about um, 
teaching with the open, unconditionally loving heart of the divine feminine, service to others, bringing source energy in with an open heart in a grounded and creative way. It's all about teaching in groups. I mean, you're both basically here to do the same thing, really. <laughs> Which is probably why you've agreed to meet up, meet up here. Yeah, everything just really flowed together, how we came together to to offer this podcast. So very interesting. Yeah, it's planned. Well, this energy here, we we're talking about how energies relate. This, this positive energy of using spiritual to serve others comes across as an overlay frequency into this chart here, the talent gateway, because the negative expression here, which is to learn to serve, this is called a karmic lock. This is actually what pulled you together. Okay. And there's another one here. The six is about being focused and creative and getting on with things. This helps Sam, Sam focus and get on with his creative side. There's two of them here. So this is actually what drew you together. This is the mechanism of how, how you met up energetically here. No. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sounds very <laughs> spot on. <laughs> yeah, and this one here is helping Sam feel more worthy about showing himself to the world here and here. It's another mm -hmm. one. It's got a goal lock. And Sam's here to ground your pioneering ideas so that they become more accessible to people. He's here to help you speak the truth. There's actually there's four locks now. Oh, there's three locks actually. So this is why the, the connection is quite strong. Okay. So you guys program these in so that you could um, meet up at the right time. There's always a good time, right timing to this sort of thing. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you feel, Sam, that Stacy was going to turn up? Did you feel something was about to happen? This is about sensing new things coming out of the East. Or did she just turn up and it was sort of, out of the blue, bit of a surprise. Um, I guess kind of. I mean, we uh, so I we we met on Facebook, and I actually friended her. Our you know friend requested her, um, but when we started talking, it was, and you know, hopefully Stacy doesn't correct me about this <laughs> if I'm wrong, but uh, it it was it was like just an instant like flow, you know, so. That did kind of hit me uh, a little hard, I guess you could say, you know, out of left field or, or, or whatever that, you know, someone that I've, I've never really met, we have this uh, kind of flow to us. And then, you know, when we met in person um, and, you know, with the podcast and everything else since then, um, it has been, you know, just, just really flowy, but there's, there are still, you know, um, times where yeah it's just it's it's very powerful you know i get these very powerful unexpected like energy waves from her when we're talking or you know when she's excited about something i still get those waves so yeah it is it, it was quite like this i i never expected to be hosting a podcast i mean i only listen to a few podcasts you know so uh to go from from that to here in such a short amount of time, definitely, definitely unexpected. Yeah, well, after a while, you start to have a sense something's going to turn up. Mm. So listen to that. 
and unconsciously accept and embrace it. Because the more you feel ready to receive it, the more of, of the good things. This is the flow of God's abundance. Not just money, but ideas, concepts, resources, people to work with. Mm-hmm. The universe says, ah, Sam's accepted it. Have some more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So always okay. say yes and figure out what you're going to do with it later. Okay. I'll always take some more. <laughs> yeah. We'll say yes. About me, um, yeah, like like he said, it was very um, like I I I don't know if I was tuned in at the time, but when he when he when he befriended me on Facebook, um, I I I normally you know don't um, accept people that I don't really know, but I was like there was something that I felt compelled to just say yes, and then all of a sudden our conversation it was flowy but it was also it went deep really fast and that's the kind of um connections that i really enjoy is when i can go really deep i crave that depth and i think all of our conversations have been super in depth and just really really flowy as well and where there's like you know um yeah just more more in-depth conversations which i like i said crave so that's the three. It's, it's symbolic of depth, of great emotional depth. It's bringing out things deep in you emotionally, which even you don't know is there. Mm-hmm. But it needs time to come out of its internal canal. You can feel something emerging. It might take a few hours or days and something comes out and something very profound emerges. So mm-hmm. threes always seek out other threes because it's a bit boring to a three if, there's, if someone's superficial not really getting to the real meat of it. Mm-hmm. that's why they get attracted to each other because you know ah, i'm going to get something really really good here something mm-hmm. to get right into that's what this is about absolutely Plus, these these locks here help a lot you see hmm. yeah that's very spot on definitely i have a hard time with um uh small talk and yeah not, not of interest to either of you no. i would say nope <laughs> not even a little no. <laughs> yeah i my my first question what is the meaning of life right that, i started asking myself back in, when I, in my teens about that like what's my purpose and, and... why am i here <laughs> why am i here yeah. in this time in this place <laughs> yeah well you're here to serve you're here to bring truth you're here to bring knowledge mm-hmm. Both of you are here to empower us, especially in this case. Russia is a masculine here to empower. I'd say for you, Stacey, you're here to empower the feminine woman to come back mm. into their power. Mm. That's what I would say here. That sounds about accurate. Does that sound okay? Yes, absolutely. That sounds very just so spot on in so many things, just things that I've been working on too for for many years and so just to have that resonate and validated it's um just things that intuitively that i've known and and have felt um but have never maybe not known that was maybe the path i needed to continue on healing so that makes a lot of sense i, I would say for you you want to consider goddess work working with women shamanic type work to to actually and get initiated into the mature feminine and mm-hmm. heal the wound with the mother at a you know, fundamental, deep, pre-verbal level. Mm. Uh, 
So I would say it's probably something to, do, to look at. So sh shamanic work? Shamanic goddess type work is pretty right up your street, I'd say. That's very interesting. I have an opportunity um, that I'm really working toward going to Belize. I met a shaman there um, and she she's a woman shaman, which is, um, and so she invited me to go and study with her for, for a while, so. There you go. Yeah, yeah, so it's something I've been really called to do. That's really interesting. And of course, I've been called to the goddesses of um, like Durga, the Hindi goddesses. So um, that's something I've been working with the goddess energies. So, yeah. Same for you, Sam. I'd say working with um, shamanic masculine warrior type energy to explore that other half of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, whatever's left of it. I, uh, yeah, I completely agree with that too. And actually I have um, felt like that I've been called to do some type of uh, shamanic work. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, uh, the more I'm, you know, processing everything and the more I'm, kind of absorbing everything, the more I'm realizing how much I do need to, you know, uh, um, uh, embrace and learn, you know, the, the masculine energies. So with, you know, like you said, with, with the shamanic practices, um, you know, and when, when I think of, of, you know, a shaman, I do, I do think of a male, even though I know, you know, there's, so many wonderful female shamans out there, but I, I am drawn more to the male ones for, for, you know, kind of a lot of spiritual growth, to be honest with you. I mean, um, you know, behind me, I have a picture of Shiva and Shakti, you know, both, and they were both male, you know, male Hindu gods. And, and I'm, I'm very drawn to them. I've actually, um, did have a vision and Shiva actually came into my vision. Um, and one of my guardian angels is Archangel Michael, you know, so it is that masculine uh, energy that is, it seems like it's kind of calling me to, to it, you know? You both need this bodily transmission to bypass the too clever Western left brain mm -hmm. of what it is to be in the pure integrated masculine feminine. So your body gets it. Mm. Not knowing it, it's about becoming it. Mm. That's, that's the most powerful learning is bodily, bodily transmission. Mm. And that will do an enormous amount of healing. So it's very shamanic, very alchemical. You sort of shift you from one state to another. Mm. So you don't learn how to become it, you just become it. Mm. That's what I'd be looking for, something like that. Okay. Um, so I think it's more about initiation into that. And that's something we lack in the West. Mm -hmm. uh, initiation, especially when we're at puberty, into the true nature of, of what we're meant to be as initiated men and women. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I see in the charts there. Um, I think that would be very transformative. They would break through very quickly. You're asking about healing techniques. So you see that will break through very quickly because when you have that transmission, you can do nothing about it because you're just going to become it. Mm. I love that. Is that something you offer at um, the Center for Conscious Ascension? Um, I used to do a lot of men's work, but there are there are men's men's groups. 
I would say, um, for use and look up the Mankind Project. It's about Western version of tribal initiation. Um, for you, Stacey, there's an organization. Where are you, Stacey, actually? Colorado. Okay. Well, there's an organization called CORE, C-O-R.com. Um, they do women's work, especially, and they're based in um, Northern California, I think Colorado, and in Florida. So I look at the goddess workshops. Mm. Fastest, fast, fastest way to really break through for the sort of issues in the chart is about reconnecting divine masculine, reconnecting divine feminine, heal the wounds with the mother and the father. Mm. That's the beginning to a real deep fundamental change. That's really yeah. beautiful. I'm curious too, is that um, something you see with a lot of people with their charts and, and maybe the broken masculine and feminine energies or? Um, specifically in yours, the 10 one is the broken masculine, 13 four is a broken feminine, it's disconnect. This is specifically what you guys have. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has that right. Mm -hmm. I was but just the, curious because of the energies, the divine feminine is, has been broken for a long time, as well as the masculine, so. Well, we're very dysfunctional, um, dissonant civilization. It's just the way this particular matrix is built. Mm -hmm. um, and which is why it does all the crazy things it does, especially in the moment. Mm -hmm. So in, healing that within us that's how we change the outer world because the outer world is just a mirror for the mm -hmm. inner world but the, right. the consensus is actually working through so we've got to bring consciousness to all things in us which are mirrored to us mm -hmm. absolutely so as we are working on our divine masculine divine feminine on the inside we are we are healing and and that will shift the outer world um, as more and more people do this healing work. Yeah, yeah. And then, then as we come into our own natural divine masculine feminine acting in integrity, enough people do that, then the outer world starts operating in integrity and in love, mm. those things which is not doing at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. It's just a mirror for us collectively, as 8 billion souls having this points or sparks of the divine having a particularly unique and common experience in the world. That's what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, just your experience and wisdom and, and doing these readings for us. It's um, really helpful for, I know for, for me and um, Sam, and then hopefully others will be really called to the work as you know, they're ready, but um, Tell our listeners a little bit uh, maybe about how they can find you and what you're currently working on right now. Um, if you want to get a taste for the soul contract reading work, the, the most successful initial way is the book, Your Soul Contract Decoded. Mm -hmm. And you can find out about it on yoursoulcontractdecoded.com. Mm -hmm. About the book and it's part of a portal on my website. And the website is um, Center for Conscious Ascension. Okay. Dot net, okay, that's the website. Um, those are the two main resources, really. And there is a software you saw in action called soulcontractreading.com. So that was built to go with the book. So you can read the book, generate your chart using the software and find out 
a lot about yourself, just like we've been discussing tonight. Mm -hmm. And then find out, well, here's what's going on. And the book will also tell you what you can do about it. There's lots of recommendations for moving forward. Mm -hmm. And my main focus at the moment is uh, training practitioners in the soul contract reading work and in the divine healing work we discussed and in a body work called light body integration which is about embodying divinity so we can express through us as our ego onion dissolves I, I mainly teach practitioners i just do a few soul contract readings a week but most of the time it's been teaching um because i mean it's much more effective we, we teach on zoom globally um we teach about a workshop a month in, the, in those three different modalities they're all on the website you can find out about that yeah and we'll go ahead and and post the links on the show notes so people can easily access that as well so, and thank you so much again for being here nicholas it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you for listening to our show stay tuned for more episodes being released on mondays at 5 55 a.m mountain standard time and if you like the show share the love by sharing it with your friends and if you want to support the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other and love the world. We love you guys. Love you guys. Take care. We'll talk Bye. to you later. Thank okay, you. So this is Nicholas David Mann. Um, you can listen to be the love podcast. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.